cliffcentral.com. So let's turn our attention to somebody who we get to speak to every week about what's going on in the world of cryptocurrency. And every week there's something new and exciting to talk about what a good week it has been for Bitcoin, but especially for Ethereum. Here is Sean Sanders. Hey, Sean, what's happening, bro? Morning, guys. Yeah, it's been a, I mean, every week, right? It's crazy. So (laughs) not complaining, especially in the world of Revex and crypto. Uh Uh, But, you know, while we're talking about uh, crypto more generally, I suppose let's talk about the granddaddy, which is Bitcoin. And it's been a little volatile. I mean, it's predominantly been really good. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been jumping between $46,100 and $44,000. That's up about 15% from this time last week. And it's predominantly being driven by the U.S. infrastructure bill. Um, it, it's quite a complicated story, but the long and the short of it really is that the U.S. is looking to introduce crypto-related regulations. And that's sweeping uh, federal-related regulations, meaning that all crypto platforms, whether they are decentralized, so just a program that maybe operates on a blockchain, or something more like a New York Stock Exchange operating um, like you, know, you look at Coinbase or Binance, they want to treat them all under the regulatory license of a broker. Right. And there's Can't been a little that. bit of controversy around that. And what, what is you know, it, like most things in the US, it seems like it's actually in a pretty good place. What's, but, your, what's yeah, your opinion on that, Sean? I mean, what do you think they should treat them as? Each on their own merits. You're going to have to, unfortunately, treat this whole decentralized finance thing with a completely new lens, right? You're not going to be able to apply uh, older regulation to this. It's different, right? You've got digital assets that don't exist in the physical world. I mean, it took a very long time for stock certificates, you know, the share certificates (laughs) that we know today, um, going to become digital, right? So they're non-bearer and all the rest. And I think the same thing needs to be applied to the crypto space. And regulation, unfortunately, just takes a really long time to be developed and then implemented. So, I mean, we're still looking at a five to six year sort of journey here in the US. And I mean, remember, we haven't even started this in South Africa, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's early stage discussions, but regulation is just nowhere. Um, that's one of the reasons why you know, we're actively speaking to regulators in South Africa. And we're saying, please put some regulatory framework in place, uh, not because we necessarily want to be regulated and you know have regulators you know, charging us ridiculous fees every single year mm-hmm. and all the rest, but because we want to be seen from our customers' perspectives as, a reputable platform to right. operate on. So anyway, that's one thing that, yeah, a trustworthy platform. I mean, so that's one thing that's driving the crypto market. The other thing is that you had the successful launch of the Ethereum upgrade last week. Yes. This is the London upgrade. Mm-hmm. Now, I've mentioned this before, but cryptocurrencies are very much like software. So you must think about them constantly being upgraded. They're like your phone being, your phone's operating system being upgraded. Mm-hmm. And Ethereum went through something uh, of, it was quite a big upgrade. It was the biggest upgrade that we've seen in a year and a half. And this is part of the process of where Ethereum is going from a proof of work to a proof of stake blockchain. And it's you know, essentially the outcome of this upgrade. It was the first upgrade that was deployed without any hiccups. So that was really positive. And the idea really is that it's going to lower transactional fees on the Ethereum blockchain. So you build an application that sits on top of Ethereum and you are sending and receiving information. That costs money, right? You need to verify the transactions actually occurred. If I send money to you, Gareth, we need to verify that that transactions actually occurred. Miners get paid a fee for doing that. And right. part of this upgrade is actually to reduce that fee that you're paying and to manage the sort of the volatility with those fees. So it's a really big upgrade in terms of you know just Ethereum. And more generally speaking, I mean, this is the entire decentralized finance space. 
um, all the decentralized Correct. finance apps and all the rest that I've spoken about on the podcast before, you know, they're really now picking up. So if you look at the returns over the last week, I mean, Ethereum's up nearly 30%. You've got Polkadot up almost 30%. You've got Uniswap up 25%, um, Bitcoin's up about 12 and 15%. But I mean, it's been a really good week in crypto. Yeah, it sounds amazing. I mean, all of that that upgrade stuff sounds cool too, because slowly we're starting to find the, the best use case scenario for each of these. And we know that Ethereum is the backbone of so much of what will happen in the future of decentralized finance. So it's important that they keep on looking at whether or not they have the best possible operating system in inverted commas for a cryptocurrency. So is this a good time to buy or sell? I mean, I know you're not a financial advisor in this case, but there are always people looking to get in and they're always going, mm, maybe it's too expensive now, or maybe this is the right time because it's going to go on an upward tra- trajectory. Like, how do we even know when the best time is to get in or is today, whatever today is always the best time to get in? I think getting involved with a small amount, as we've said before, and then kind of just getting a taste of this market. It is the future. I mean, we've spoken about this before. The generation that's coming up is Generation W, Generation Weird, right? They want to invest in weird (laughs) things. The future is going to have absolutely bizarre things to invest in, and the way that it's going to work is it's digital. I mean, you've heard about this metaverse that's growing, right? Mm -hmm. So people are going to have digital identities just like they're going to have physical identities, and regardless of whether or not you think that's going to be a really big thing, I mean, crypto is here to stay. It was actually a very proud moment of mine to actually see these senators, and I'm talking, you know, these gray-haired 65 to 75-year-olds debating crypto. I mean, never in my life did I think I would see this. I thought this would be something that would be, you know, when I was in my 70s or so. Mm. And here's these senators trying to understand a decentralized blockchain and and, and talking about the likes of Ethereum versus Bitcoin versus Cardano, having no clue what they're really talking about. But it was just fascinating to see this. And for me, that was a proud moment because crypto is here. It's mainstream, right? People are using it. Um, South Africa is a little bit behind the curve. Mm. But if you start looking at people actually using crypto to remit funds, to uh, to spend, uh, you know, buying your morning coffee and all the rest, it's happening, right? I mean, you've got crypto such as Bitcoin mm-hmm. and you've got crypto such as Ethereum, which isn't yep. acting like your rands or your dollars. But then you've got stable coins like USDC that we offer on our platform mm-hmm. that do act exactly like the fiat currencies that we have today. And that's completely changing uh, the way that we transact, which is exciting. You know, here's um, Fundo, and he says something interesting. He said, at least we're moving away from cash. Cash is the single biggest cause of crime, and that's exactly right, because you can verify ownership, and this is the beauty with a, you know, a well-run, well-organized cryptocurrency and, and one that is decentralized, is no one can really steal that from you. I mean, unless you're completely irresponsible or the person you're dealing with is completely irresponsible. And you have to be aware that there are crooks, just like in every business, there are crooks, you know, there are crooks in the department of water and sanitation. There are crooks in ordinary brick and mortar banks. But the fact is we've got to get away from cash because you can't have a cash in transit heist of Bitcoin. No, I mean, you can have hacks, (laughs) but that's generally speaking to very poor management from either exchanges or individuals. Right. Yeah. And it's like your bank account, right? I mean, banks get not necessarily hacked, but you go through, you know, these phishing attempts and people end up getting your information and getting access to your accounts. That's 99.99% of the time, the problem when it comes to crypto, people get access to either your private keys or your login details. And then they, you know, land up changing things or buying and selling and all the rest. 
Um, you know, at, at Revex, we've implemented so many different safety mechanisms, right? So yeah. checking what IP you've signed in with, what device you've signed in with. We, you know, use very rudimentary AI to check your transaction histories and make sure that there's no abnormal transactions occurring. And, you know, even with all of that in place, you will still have somebody that will go and say, listen, my password is, you know, one, two, three, four, oh, five, RRR lowercase five or something like that to a friend. <laughs> and all of a sudden the person signs in and yeah. you know, now all of a sudden they're moving their funds and all the rest. Or that gets shared or something like that. Don't, or you use the same password across sure. multiple devices and that's the silliest thing to do. I mean, if you've done that and you have not been fished or somebody's not trying to sort of like brute force your accounts and get into them, I would really recommend you change your passwords right now because you'll be saving yourself so much pain in the future. Good advice. And that's not financial advice. That's just general life advice from Sean Sanders this morning. All right, Sean, always good to yeah. see you. If you aren't already invested in uh, cryptocurrency and you feel like you're a little bit behind the curve, you can get in and you can try with Revix um, in a market that you've never seen before. Don't guess. Diversify. They allow you to effortlessly own a diversified portfolio of the world's top cryptocurrencies, which automatically stays up to date with the ever-changing market. Follow them on social media at Revix Invest, and you can also invest now in three easy steps. You sign up for free, you verify your ID, you add funds and select the bundle of your choice, and you're off. Then you can talk about it with Sean and I once a week, and you'll feel like you have some skin in the game. Very, very exciting stuff. Make sure you get involved today. Sean Sanders from Revix.com. Thank you so much.